0: Greetings, greetings, greetings. You are now tuned in to No Pork and All Pearls, a podcast for manifestation, a podcast for self-actualization, and a podcast that gives you the tools to help you live your life by design and not by default. I want to take this time to give thanks to the originators, the ancestors, because if it was not for them there would be no me. I want to take time to give thanks to all the light workers who give the ultimate sacrifice and that is the giving of themselves for the upliftment of humanity. And I want to take this time to give thanks to each and every one of you, the listeners. I give great thanks for the sacrifice you make by tuning in each and every week and supporting me, and I do this for each and every one of you, and not just for you who are listening right now, but for those of you who will come in the future looking for the information to heal the nation. Well, I just want to just take this time to just say, here we are again, and one of the most unique times in history. And this is a time where we are definitely going through major transitions and uh, major change. And not just change uh, dealing with the seasons, you know, but change – dealing with the way um, things are operated and the way things are done and the way that things pretty much look in our society. Society is basically going under a reconstruction or a facelift because it's changing to never return back until the way in which it was. However, the beauty of all this is that there's one thing that never shall ever pass away and one thing that never ever shall change, and that is truth. Truth never passes away. The truth that was here yesterday is here today. And it will also be here tomorrow. Because truth never passes away. And the truth I speak of is the truth of love. Love is infinite and definite. And it never ever will pass away. And another truth that I'm talking about is the truth of Mind science and the way that your mind operates and the way that it works. And tonight, we're going to have a topic that we're going to discuss. Once again, this is a, this is a topic that uh, many are not mentioning or don't focus on or maybe utilizes a blurb in an article or something, however We're going to talk about the topic of resting with purpose, sleeping with purpose, shall I say, sleeping with purpose. You know, we're living in a time where the cool thing or the fashionable thing is to always talk about being woke or stay woke. Or, I'm woke. (laughs) But no one ever mentions the importance of sleep. Because sleep does have its place. Uh, If we were to remain woke all the time, then there would be no such thing as sleep whatsoever. Individuals wouldn't spend hundreds of dollars for Mattresses so they can have a good night's sleep, per se. Uh, individuals wouldn't go and reserve a bed in a hospital facility so that they can sleep or so that they can rest while their bodies heal from whatever experience that they're going through or whatever they're dealing with. Sleep is definitely important and the ancients or the ancestors knew this fact this was a well known fact and it was something that was held in great regards however in this time that we're in now I've heard individuals say things like they'll sleep when they die Uh, I heard individuals talk about grinding 24 hours a day, my grind don't stop you know, I'm ball till I fall you know, get rich or die trying you know, it's just like it's always a constant about always going and going and going and going and pushing yourself almost like the Energizer Bunny and the thing is, is that your body is designed to actually have rest. And not only is your body designed that way, but your mind is designed that way. There's a period where your conscious mind is supposed to be doing its thing and in control and, Running the show, running the show. But then there's a time where the subconscious mind is supposed to take over and have its moments where it can take over and it can run the show. Now, I've always talked about balance being one of the keys in life balance and harmony, you know, always remaining in balance and maintaining harmony. This is key to a successful life, shall I say. Um, Of course, you can function without balance and you can function without harmony. However, your lifestyle will be chaotic or it will be in a form of disarray. If you continue to function in that manner, being out of balance or being in harmonious because when you're not in harmony, things slip, things become chaotic. things basically don't function in the manner in which it was designed to function. You can listen to an orchestra or or some type of a band or some type of a, a musical ensemble, and when harmony is not attained, when proper harmony is not attained, um, it's really, really hard to listen to the sounds that's being produced from a group that's not in harmony. However, when that same group is in harmony and is in sync, it's one of the Sweetest things you can ever hear. They can provide some of the best listening pleasure that you can tolerate. So, tonight, we're going to talk about sleeping with purpose. Because this is something that we need to recognize and understand what we're supposed to be doing. And I want to show you how the ancestors preserve this fact and they try to tell us about it without being compromised but stay tuned we're going to take a break and when we come back we're going to dive into tonight's episode which is sleeping with purpose on no pork and all pearls and we're back to no pork and all pearls And tonight, we're talking about sleeping with purpose. Now, I don't know if many of us are aware that if we're living a proper, balanced life in which we should be living, sleep should occupy at least one-third of your twenty four hour period. Sleep should occupy at least one third of your twenty four hour period. You know, at least one third. If if you many people um they they work um eight hour days, right? We're gonna say that's the average um thing in um a society and how it was. Um Most people would work for, like, eight hours a day. But then they would also have another eight hours where it should be their leisure time, the time where they entertain, the time where they maybe eat or or replace the body nourishments or whatever times when they relieve themselves time where you can um maybe get some learning in or some studying in but then you have another eight hour period that should be dedicated to rest So, you say, where do you get those numbers from? Like, how how did you come up with those numbers? Well, just look at it. If you take 8 hours of working, 8 hours of leisure, and then 8 hours of sleeping, you come up with 24. So, that's your 24 hours in your day. And it's evenly divided in a third. So, sleep should occupy at least one-third of your regularly scheduled day if it was in harmony or if it was in balance or if it was, like, done in a proper way. Of course, many of us, we don't do that. Uh, Some of us are good if we get four hours of sleep, you know, Four hours of sleep is good for a lot of people, and that's what they operate on. And, of course, you know, many people, they like to do all type of things in the time where the body is designed to be resting and sleeping. They'd rather be up and out and about and active and partying or uh, whatever they're doing, you know. And it's nothing wrong with individuals choosing the things they will want to do and it's not anything wrong with individuals wanting to live their life however when you neglect your body of the rest that it properly deserves then you're working against yourself you're working against your own biochemistry and you're working against your own well being as far as keeping your body functioning in its full capacity. And not only. Not only. The eight hours of sleep. Is the amount of sleep in which you should be. Um, doing. But it's the quality of that eight hours of sleep. Many people don't have. Good quality. Sleep patterns or sleep habits. Many people do things. Until they pass out. Or whatever to go to sleep, or maybe they wait may um sit down and, and and watch TV or watch a movie or something until they go to sleep, or you know who knows. Like so many people take uh, medication or some type of um, um chemicals or something to help them to um easy to sleep mode or whatever they do you know but many people don't strategically have patterns in which they prepare themselves for a proper nice rest and proper sleep and that's why tonight we're talking about the concept of sleeping with purpose now Real quick, I want to take this moment to read a passage of scripture from the book, The Song of Solomon. Now, Song of Solomon is a very, very misunderstood um, piece of writing. And many people don't even read it, or many people don't understand what they're reading. And I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm going to read this passage and I just want you to follow me and I want you to be honest after I read this I want you to like really look at what I'm reading and do you really understand what I'm reading to you so we're going to read Song of Solomon we're going to go to chapter 3 and we're going to read verse 1 through 4 and it reads as follows it says by night on my bed I sought him whom my soul loveth I sought him, but I found him not. I will rise now and go about the city in the streets. And in the broad ways, I will seek him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. The watchmen that go about the city found me. To whom I said, saw ye him whom my soul loveth. It was but a little that I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him, and would not let him go, until I had brought him into my mother's house, and into the chamber of her that conceived me. All right. Now, some people they will look at that and view it as beautiful poetry. And they'd be like, oh yeah, that was amazing, that was awesome. But really, do you really understand what's being said right there? Especially if you go to verse 4 and it says, It was but a little that I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house. And... Into the chamber of her that conceived me. Like really brought him into my mother's house and into the chamber of her that conceived me. What is that really saying? Like what is that talking about? And really what what it's saying and what it's talking about is such profound wisdom and is such profound information. But if you don't really understand what's being spoken on, you'll never understand it. Like, it'll go way over your head. It'll be like, okay, um, that's some sick, twisted, perverted type stuff, or and don't, it just don't make sense. You know, it, it's just a carefully crafted way to play with some words or something. But no, nah, it's not it it has a very very profound meaning and that's basically the premise of what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to pull from this information and we're going to dissect this. And we're going to break this down and we're going to see what the ancestors was trying to relate to us in this veiled piece of literature now this is the beauty and this is the the masterfulness of the ancestors and why i always give them respect and great um honor because the way that they're able to cloak wisdom and weave and intertwine brilliant nuggets within pieces to keep it protected from those who are not worthy of this type of information. Those who don't have pure motive. Those who don't want to respect the laws of nature. Those who don't want to respect um, the individual rights of people to be able to live a successful life. And to live a life being uncontaminated because believe it or not many of the people have been mentally contaminated by individuals who don't want to see them thrive or who don't want to see them be successful because had they want them to be successful and want them to thrive they would not contaminate their minds and they would help keep the minds pure and they would give them proper knowledge instead of feeding them fear 24 hours a day, making them afraid of each other, um, causing division amongst the people, causing them to be afraid of one another, causing them to want to riot and fight against each other, causing them to want to judge one another and to infringe upon others' rights. And, you know, all the things that many people are dealing with and that they're having to face on a day-to-day basis. And it's like, really decaying our society, and is causing our people to have subpar lives, and and causing people to suffer, and causing people to have to basically live life not in an abundant state, but live life in a state of constant mourning and cost constant pain. Sadness and sorrow, grief, you know, all these things that many people are dealing with. It's so sad to see it when it doesn't have to be that way. But something just as simple as sleeping with the purpose can solve a lot of these issues. So stay tuned. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to dive in a little bit deeper of tonight's episode. Sleeping with the purpose on. No Pork and All Pearls. And we're back to No Pork and All Pearls. And tonight, we're talking about sleeping with the purpose. And in the last segment, you know, I brought out a scripture or four verses in the Song of Solomon, which was veiled in a poetic form and... As I stated, there is wisdom that's hidden within it, and it's something that's hidden. And most people uh, have not even taken the time to uh, decode what's being said or to even uh, acknowledge what the message is within it. You know, they don't even really see the importance of it. And I can understand that because I, I remember. Uh, when I was a youth, then uh, I remember my mother, she would always tell me uh, that when, before you, you go to sleep at night, make sure you say your prayers. You know, make sure you say your prayers before you go to sleep. And uh, I'll be honest, I didn't always do that. And even when I did do it, I didn't understand. What the purpose of it is or, or what's the purpose of um, saying prayers before you go to sleep. And then they had that, um, now um, I lay me down to sleep. Uh, I guess you would call that a a chant maybe. Maybe that would be a chant. And it goes like, oh, now I lay me down to sleep. I, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. You know, a lot of uh, people would say that before they went to sleep. Or they were programmed to um, to um, say that. And, you know, I, I never used to really do that. I, I didn't and I'm gonna be honest with you, because I just didn't understand it. But, with that whole concept of before you go to sleep you should be um, affirming some things, making an affirmation, or setting intentions um, before you go to sleep. That was really the principle that was being passed down with that whole concept and in the song of Solomon in um, those verses that I read basically that's what's really being spoken on it's about the principle of setting your intentions before you um, go to sleep and chapter three In verse 1, it started off, it says, By night on my bed, I sought him whom my soul loveth. Now, who is him whom my soul loveth? Remember, when we're talking about the soul, the soul is the subconscious. The soul is the subconscious mind. So... When we're talking about the subconscious mind, that's the aspect of the mind that's the receptive part of the mind that creates everything. Everything is created within your subconscious and the subconscious it would be liking until almost like your um feminine principle or your um your female aspect of your mind. So when we're talking about the feminine principle or the female aspect of your mind, the feminine principle is the receptive principle or the part of your mind that is the part that receives so if that part of your mind is waiting to receive which is your soul it says by night on my bed i sought him who my soul loves the subconscious or the soul loves the information or the instructions on which it needs to manifest. Or what it would like to manifest. Now. You have two other parties. That's involved in this process. It can be your. Imagination. Or your higher self. Or your Christ consciousness. That aspect of your mind. Which comes. With those things. That. That. You want to create, or that you want to see, are those things that will bring abundance into your life, or it can come from your carnal mind or your conscious mind, and it can basically reset the same things that you've been seeing in your reality thus far. Are those things that's coming from a fear nature, or those things that's coming from a lower nature? Those things that you can only see with your eyes for where you are now or the things that you've experienced in your past or those things that have been told to you by uh, individuals that you allow in your circle that place limitations upon you and tell you that this is all you can have. And you could never be no better than this or this is as good as it gets, you know, so. The subconscious is waiting for those instructions on what we going what we gonna um do going forward. Like, you know, where we're gonna take this ship, like what what courses are we gonna set for tomorrow? Like where's our journey gonna take us tomorrow? And it's ready. It's ready to load up so it can bring it to pass. So that's where you coming in with Basically, giving it the feeling, giving it the instruction, or giving it the vision of what it is that you want to see. What is it that you want to see in your life? What is it that you want to create in your life? That's what the whole purpose of these affirmations before you go to sleep is. It's basically almost like... Hitting a reset button, and it's almost like putting yourself in a position where you can load your mind so that your mind can project those imageries or those things that you would like to see moving forward. So, let's continue to read. It said, I sought him, but I found him not. So, subconscious mind was looking for the one that loves the soul or that loves the subconscious. It was looking for the instructions. It was looking for the vision. But it found him not. So, it says I will rise now And I will go about The city and the streets And in the broad ways I will seek him Whom my soul loves. I sought him But I found him not Meaning like it was looking around It was seeking, it was searching It was trying to find What it was that it was looking for It was looking It was searching It was seeking Meaning assessing trying to develop the thought, trying to find exactly what that thing was that I was desiring, that I was feeling, that I had hopes for, that I had a strong desire for, but it didn't find it. And then it says, the watchmen that go about the city found me, to whom I said, saw ye him whom my soul loved. And then it was but a little that I passed from them, but I found him who my soul loved. Meaning that, finally, after searching, inquiring, and getting clarity, the thought or the vision finally came that thought or that vision finally came to the subconscious mind it came now once it came this is what happened it says but i found him who loves who my soul loves and i held him and i would not let him go that's key that's a key right there it says i found him i held him meaning it found a thought it held on to the thought and it would not let that thought go until it says until i had brought him into my mother's house now that's the question what is the mother's house what is the mother's house the mother's house is into the mind. The mother's house is into the mind. And then it says, into the chamber of her that conceived me. That means into the subconscious mind. That's the chamber. But we're going to take a break and we'll be back. <coughs> and we're back to No Pork and all Pearls. And tonight we're talking about sleeping with the purpose. And in the last segment, I basically showed you where the ancestors were showing you the importance of making affirmations before you go to sleep. And once you get those thoughts into your mind or you you can get those affirmations ingrained into your subconscious, you hold on to those thoughts. And you allow yourself to go off into a place of rest. But not just any place of rest, but sleep. Sleep is that place that is almost like a door directly into the subconscious mind. Because when you're sleeping, that is the time where your subconscious mind is actually in control. That's the... Point in time where your subconscious mind Is driving the shit It's In your time of sleep Or in the time where You're allowing your mind to rest So If we're not sleeping If we're not resting properly If we're not taking the time to Allow Those thoughts to penetrate Into the subconscious And to To Grab root Then We're cheating ourselves out of We're cheating ourselves out of The ability to create What we're trying to create Intentionally You know that's why a lot of times things happen Unintentionally because you're going to create Those things that's into your subconscious mind whether it be intentional or unintentional. So, the conditions and the events that you see play out in your life, these things are actually reflections to the thoughts and the conditions that have been playing out within your subconscious mind. And whether you place them there yourself or someone else places them there for you while you're not paying attention or, you know, or while you're unconscious of the fact that they're implanting things into your subconscious. Those are the things that's going to be reflecting in your life. Now, whatever you have in (laughs) your subconscious mind, when you're Operating out of your conscious mind. In that two-third period of your day. You know the. The 16 hour period. Where you are actually conscious. And you're not asleep. You're going to start seeing remnants of those things. Within your life. You know whether you. Like it or not. You're going to see those things. Because those things are actually. Within your subconscious mind. So wouldn't it be so much better if you would take the time to actually prepare yourself for sleep? Like before you go to sleep, um, you take time to either do meditations or you do time to do affirmations or maybe you listen to some type of a um a program or something that's giving you affirmations or you you're watching something to gain a visual of something that you would like to create into your life like these times right before you go to bed are so critical and they're so important when it comes to manifesting things in your life so the first thing that we need to make sure that we're doing is we make we need to make sure that we're taking time to prepare for sleep. That's why tonight's message is sleeping with purpose. You know, <clears throat> we don't want to just medicate ourselves and just, like, wait until we fall asleep. Like, if, if you medicate yourself or whatever, you still should, like, maybe read a book or say some affirmations or listen to some type of a um, a um program or something that's giving you affirmations or watch a video or something that's giving you affirmations or something to help stimulate your subconscious mind to get that thing going. So when you do fall off to sleep, you can get these things deep. Within your subconscious mind And if you continue to do this For a period of time I would always recommend 21 days You know I would say a 21 day period Like if you do this for 21 days straight Because it takes 21 days To create a new habit So if you do it for 21 days straight You'll definitely Begin to start seeing these things Reflect In your conscious life But The same way you can put positive things into your consciousness or into your subconscious and you can start seeing those things manifest, that's the same way like a lot of negative things happen. And how many of us have phone calls or we talk to individuals and they give us all these negative stories or they're giving us the daily news about... All the drama that's happening, all the things that's going on, or they give you family drama, or relationship drama, or work drama, or you know, whatever it is that they're sharing with you. If it's some negative stuff, these are the things that's being planted into your subconscious mind. And if these things are the things that's being planted into your subconscious mind then it's only a matter of time that you're going to start seeing the remnants of these things act out in your conscious life. So you're going to start seeing different things that's happening that's going to be filled with drama, that's going to be filled with chaos, that's going to be filled with restrictions, that's going to be filled with all type of... um. Hindrances, And you're going to wonder where they're coming from. But I'm here to tell you that the majority of these things are coming because they're planted deep within your subconscious mind. So when you're mindful of this, when you're mindful of this, then you really start to understand the importance of preparing yourself for sleep. Daily. This should be a daily thing. This is something, like I said, my mom told me, she said, before you go to bed, always make sure you say your prayers. Well, now that we have more understanding of what it really means to pray and about meditation and about preparing your mind, we understand that this was indeed great wisdom And this was indeed something that was important that we should be doing. We should be doing this. So, there was a scripture (laughs) that many people used to quote. And they would say, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Enter into his gates. With thanksgiving And into his course With praise All these things Are really talking about Your mood And it's your mood Prior to When you go to sleep So it's like Enter into your gates Enter into his gates with thanksgiving Meaning Be Excited, have excitement, have gratitude, you know, give thanks for for it, and it's like give thanks for what is to be, and, you know, feel as if you've already taken ownership of whatever that thing is, like, you know, just gather that feeling, gather that, um, the look within your mind of what it's gonna look like, you know, if you can visualize it, that's perfect. Or if you can see something that reminds you of what it was, what it would look like, that's even better. You know, if you can like look at some stuff and just get yourself excited. That's why I'm saying, like, when you go into this state, don't go to, don't go to sleep angry or don't go to sleep mad or disappointed or don't go to sleep um, begrudgingly or worry. Do the opposite. Go to sleep knowing that tomorrow is going to be a magnificent day. I can already see the beautiful day. I can already see everything working in my favor and on my behalf. And I can already see me having everything that I desire and me being able to accomplish all the things I set my hands to do. You know, you want to go into your state of sleep with that type of mentality, with that type of attitude. And that's what it means to enter into the gates with thanksgiving. And it says enter into the courts with praise. <laughs> enter into the courts with praise. You know, so not only do you go in with gratitude and excitement and and, and thanksgiving, but you rejoice because you know it's done. You know it's yours. Like, it's that feeling you get when you know you won. Like, that victory feeling. Like, that that feeling of um accomplishment. Like, you know, like, yeah, you know, I did this. You know, I got it. Like, it's mine. You know, it's just like victory is one of the sweetest, sensational feelings that you can ever experience when you win something, when you victorious in something. But you should get that feeling every night before you go to sleep because you know that you've overcome this whole big (sighs) illusion that you're going to be struggling in life and that you don't have what you want to have or that you have no hope or that you're not going to be able to attain those things that you've always wanted. But it's the complete opposite. It's like you got this. You got it already. It's yours. You just had to make up in your mind that you're ready to receive it and that you're ready for it and that it's going to turn out the way you need it to turn out. And when you get that into your mind and you can get that into your heart, you got it. You, you're almost there. But these things are key. These things are vital. These things are a must if you want to live that life that you've always wanted to live. You have to prepare for sleep. And when you prepare for sleep, you got to assume and maintain that feeling of success. You got to. Assume and maintain that feeling. That's why it was saying, like, once she found her lover that she'd been looking for, she held held him, and she never let him go. She would not let him go. She held on, and she would not let go. But that's talking about the subconscious mind. It's like when you get that thought, when you get that feeling, when you get that vision... You hold on to it and you don't let it go until you can get it into your mother's house and take it into the chamber in which you was conceived or in which you were created. And that's your subconscious mind. And I'm telling you, when you start doing this on a regular basis, you're going to start seeing your life turn around and you're going to start seeing yourself have everything that you can possibly imagine. Everything you can possibly imagine is yours, and it's going to be right there for your taking if you can convince yourself that it's yours. So at nighttime, before you go to bed, you got to basically seek the feeling of whatever that is that's gonna bring fulfillment into your life you gotta start focusing on that focus on that because it's going to be whatever you create in your life whether you like it or not whether you create good things or agreeable things or you create disagreeable things it's up to you but you have to do this night after night. Night after night. Before you drop off to sleep. You got to assume that feeling. Every night. Every night. So don't ever go to sleep feeling discouraged. Don't ever go to sleep feeling dissatisfied. Don't never go to sleep feeling like you're a failure. Don't never do that. That's something that you have to eliminate from your life. You got to eliminate that stuff. And you got to stop. Doing that, they always say, "Don't ever go to bed mad. That's the truth. Do not go to bed mad, but don't go to don't go to um uh, sleep, discouraged, dissatisfied, disappointed, or none of that either because all that plays a major role into what you're gonna see happening in your life. so disregard the way things appear or disregard the way that you may have felt about stuff. On the previous day. Like, get rid of that. When you go tonight, when you reach the night, you start focusing on those things that you want to see and those things that you are expecting to have and those things that you are definitely ready to obtain in your life. You start focusing on that and you get yourself excited about that and you get yourself to the point where you really. Are excited to wake up the next day because you're ready to see it. Almost like the feeling a small child would have when they're waiting for a Christmas present on um Christmas morning. You know, when they go to sleep and they're anxious and they're waiting that, yeah, I get to open up my gifts in the morning. And so they're all excited because they want to see if they got exactly what it was that they've been waiting for. That's how you should be. Before you go to sleep at night You should go to sleep anticipating When you wake up in the morning Your day is going to be unwrapped Like a gift Because each day is a gift And throughout your day You get to go about that day Unwrapping your day And seeing all the many gifts That the creator Is bestowing upon you And just know That the gifts that's being bestowed upon you Are those very gifts that you requested from the creator. So we must learn to sleep with purpose. We must learn to sleep with purpose. Because this is the key to you obtaining the life that you want to live. And you can live your life by design and not by default. When you learn to sleep with purpose So I just want to say thank you Once again for taking time To tune in to tonight's episode And Try these things These things that I'm sharing with you Don't take my word for it And don't just disregard what I'm saying Try these things for yourself So for 21 days Try to At night time Make sure you're saying your affirmations before you go to bed. And make sure you're going to bed um, excited about tomorrow. Don't go to bed disappointed about today. Go to bed excited about tomorrow. And allow yourself to create those things that you've always wanted. And just see how your life changes. And you're going to start seeing things move out of your life. And you're going to start seeing things move into your life. <laughs> and you're going to start seeing pieces that may have possibly tried to enter into your life at points in time, but may have kind of like took detours or went to the right or went to the left. they are uh, instantly boomerang back and come back into your life. Because when you get it set in your mind that that's what you want to have, it will come. Because it's supposed to be there. But if you're not sure, you'll see things kind of bouncing around. You'll see some things potentially looking like it's gonna show up, but then it don't show up or it don't work out, or you know, a lot of stuff will go crazy sometimes when you're not all the way where you need to be mentally as far as receiving the things that you want. However, when you get locked in and when you know exactly what you want and you start focusing on those things, oh <laughs> Oh, it's only a matter of time, and it does happen, you know. But don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll be back next week with another episode of No Pork and All Pearls. But until then, I just want to leave you with peace, love, and shalom. Thank y'all so much.